Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Bags, the podcast for below average golfers by two below average golfers. My name is Owen Smith. As always, joined by Caleb Wallen. Caleb, how are you doing this week? Good, man. Uh, really nice weekend coming off the holiday. Um, it was nice to just kind of relax and kind of reset. That's I'm fortunate enough that I have a, a good friend that their family invites me every year to their their little campground hog roast. So it's nice. always a nice little getaway from, you know, the real world, you know, just being stuck in the woods with no cell service. So it's pretty, there it's been, go. it's been a good weekend. Good, good. Yeah. I, uh, had some, had some family in, in town and, uh, yeah, Labor Day weekend's a weird one. Cause it's like, it's, it's like the end of summer and it's starting to, you know, slowly creep in, uh, that it's fall. And, uh, especially when you live in the Midwest, like Caleb and I do, uh, things really start to change. You go from 90 degree weather down to like 70 really quick. It just kind of depends. Um, and then, you know, sunlight starts to, to go away. So you're losing your opportunities to golf and, uh, you're just balancing a lot. College football's back. NFL football's coming back. Like it's just a, it's a crazy time of year. And, uh, PGA tours wrapped up as we discussed last week, um, for the time being, uh, but there's other pro golf going on elsewhere. Uh, with with live golf so um, there's still opportunities out there but but yeah get in your rounds while you can because it's really starting to creep in on me where it's like it's time unfortunately it's time to start transitioning to uh to the off season a little more um, and we'll talk about things that we'll be doing with that but um wanted to yeah really kind of talk about something that we've been thinking about for a little bit uh, which is building a golfer. So traditionally, this has been done um, with you know different social media accounts on on Twitter and on Instagram, Golf Digest, you know accounts of that nature, where they're like you know build your dream golfer, and you can do that in any category, right? Like break down each area of the game and kind of figure out you know what what would I if I was building the greatest golfer of all time, somebody that can come out and beat Tiger's records, beat Jack's records, what would I build? Um, so we're going to kind of take a look at that. We've, we've broken it up in a few different categories for this week. Um, we're going to do driving, iron play, short game, not including putting, and then we'll do putting and then mentality. So that's how we're going to build our dream golfer. Um, so Caleb, the way that I think that we should do this too, and I'm not sure, <laughs> excuse me, I'm not sure if this is um, what you were directly envisioning so we can debate it. But I was thinking that once you pick one category, uh, pick a player for one category, you can not pick that player again for any other category. So you can't yeah, go tiger, 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 because Jack. I, absolutely. Yeah. It would be tiger yeah. across the board. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Okay. So, um, I've been doing some thinking on this, but Caleb, I want to give you the opportunity first. We'll start off with the driving category. If you were building your dream golfer, who whose driving game would you like to replicate in that regard? Um, currently, I would say Rory. I think the way that Rory has the ability to go get, you know, that extra miles per hour, go get those extra yards. Um, kind of when he needs to or when he wants to, and it's not, you know, all over the course. I really admire that because, I mean, I can I can definitely swing harder, but I'm, I'm not sure that's going to keep finding the fairway. So, yeah. you know, he's had plenty of drives this year where 
it kind of just blew my mind because especially like with his stature, you know, being a shorter guy, like, I don't know. I, I would definitely say I currently admire Rory's driving pretty much the most. Yeah. Um, I a hundred percent agree. That was my first selection. Uh, but since you chose that, I, I also want to give my backup. Um, and that would be John Rom. Uh, John Rom's driving is, is up there with Rory. Um, he's in the rankings on PGA tour stats. He's ranked number five, um, in, in driving for the 2022 season. Um, but I, what I admire about John Rom specifically, um, is that he has kind of that shorter swing. The so quarter swing. Yeah. People naturally assume that he can't, you know, get a hold of it as much, but he does. Um, and you know, his average carry right now is, is two eighteen. Uh, so he's, uh, or sorry, two eighteen. No, three eighteen. <laughs> Huge difference there. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're not building. Bit. Yeah. Just, just a little bit, but, um, but in all honesty, I came into this, uh, discussion wanting Rory, there's just, is there anybody better? Like, I I just can't think it's of tough. a whole lot that, that gets better than Rory. I know by the stats, they do have Cameron Champ ahead of Rory, but I think... I thought about Cam, I but I just... Rory's ability to keep it, I think, in the fairway when it matters most. Like, not that Cam can't. I just think Rory is just on another level when it comes to that, so that's what led me to him. Well, yeah, and he's done it on another level, right? Like, right. no offense to Cameron Champ, but he's not as as seasoned, and maybe he'll get to this point, but he's not as seasoned. He's not doing it as much in the big moments. And, you know, I have my driver thoughts. Caleb has his driver thoughts. Like, there's a lot <laughs> from a mental aspect um, when you're stepping up to the driver in big moments, in the, you know, FedEx Cup, in the open events of that uh, of that nature. And to still be able to have good control of it and and drive it as far as he does and as accurate as he does um, can't be rivaled in my opinion. And yeah. uh, you know, all respect to the greats before Rory. And uh, this might be recency bias or just general bias instead. But I mean, I'm talking all time. Like I, I'll take Rory McIlroy on the driver, all time. Like, yeah, I mean, I obviously we can't take Tiger for everything. Right. Uh, I think you could easily insert Tiger for most, if not all of these that we're going to talk about. Um, so I think, you know, it's, it's out there, but I, yeah, I can see Rory being, you know, like I said, pound for pound, right? Like that's always a big conversation when it comes to boxing, like pound for pound, best fighter. Well, he, yeah, he's a little guy, but for what he is, he's the best. And I think, exactly. Rory, I would, yeah, pound for pound probably would be the best driver. For sure. So, okay. Well, we both we both agree on Rory, but of course give John Rahm the the, the second place there. Uh, but if we're building a, you know, a bags, great. Uh, we're we're going to go with Rory on that one. Um, iron play. I didn't want to break this up and, you know, short irons, long irons and get like super into the weeds. So, right. wanted to just overall like the confidence level, everything from an iron perspective, who, who is your, your choice for that? Um, I'm going to go a little bit of recency bias. Um, not this year, but in the last couple of years, I'm going to go more Kala. The way yep. that he's been able to st- strike the ball with his irons has been insane to me um, yep. because I just don't ever think that I could do what he did. Obviously being a below average golfer, but even if I was on that level, I think, 
irons would still be something that I would struggle with. And the fact that it, it was just like a, you know, so natural for him to be able to hit iron so well, I'm, I'm going to go with Morikawa. Yeah, I uh, Morikawa was up there for me. I think that he's he's really good at ball striking uh, in general. And yeah, his iron play has been his strong suit. Um, that's what's led him. Now, on last week's episode, I did pick him to continue to have regression. But again, we're talking one really small component. Like when you when you look at each of these things individually, from a pro golf standpoint, it is a very small component because golf requires so much, especially at the pro level. So even if just one thing is not working, that that could be the difference between finishing top five and finishing, you know, you know, missing the cut or something along that. Right. So uh, if you, if you can hone in one component, um, I think Morikawa is a great, a great uh, choice here. Um, I'm not going to go recency bias. I'm going to use my Tiger Woods card here. I'm picking Tiger uh, on the irons. I was, again, we can pick him for every single category, but we can't in this scenario. Um, And I think I'm just going to use the card here uh, just because I like some others um, in other areas. But I mean, do I really have to explain it? Like Tiger Woods is (laughs) the greatest golfer of all time. Um, This just so happens to be the component that um, I'm going to. Uh, pick there and uh you know he's uh, in recent years he's uh, what i think it was 2018 is what i'm looking at when he won the the tour championship he had nearly one stroke gain um from from his iron play ahead of the field like he had a whole stroke on the field um on on average so that's uh that's really good from from iron play um so Again, doesn't need a whole lot of explanation, but that's where I'm using my Tiger card. There you go. Okay, uh, short game again. This does not include putting. Uh, this is just you know around around the greens. Um, I would say a hundred in would be kind of a fair assessment of this. Maybe we can bump that number up for maybe a hundred and twenty in for you know a lot of the guys are using wedges from probably 120, 130 in or so. Um, but anything that is, you know, considered short game around uh, outside of putting. So, Caleb, what's your what's your choice here? Phil, one hundred percent, Phil. I yeah. I've said it on here before. I did not practice putting growing up. I practiced flop shots. Um, you know, I was wanting to chip everything in. I didn't necessarily care about my putting. It doesn't. Yeah. You know, putting didn't look cool. Right. Like, you know, I wanted to chip in from anywhere and everywhere and, you know, slam dunk one, you know, kind of deal. So it's like, I, if I didn't go with Phil, I think I would, I would be joking myself um, just based on, you know, there, I think there was like a stat one time that was like, Phil's more likely to get it within like a four feet circle than he is not. And it's like, that's just crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's just wild. Yeah, he's uh, there's no denying like when I was thinking about short game, I'm not even like going to give a second place because my for my mind first went to Phil Mickelson, like say what you want about recent things. But like, I still have a lot of respect for Phil and his game. And one of my favorite things like that, you know, again, like I'm, I'm far from being good on my short game, but 
one of my favorite things was discovering his short game videos, like lessons mm-hmm. that he shared in the past and like the amount of knowledge that he has on that and the the stats that he has to back it all up is I just, I can't think of anybody else. Like I'm there's right. definitely people that probably either have better stats or, um, yeah. you know, uh, recently or a lot better. But I mean, when I think of short game, I think of Phil Mickelson and I continue to rewatch that video. Like luckily things will all start to get real lessons on this soon, but that's something I always go back to just the, the fundamentals of short game, um, and what he's been able to do throughout his career with that. And like you said, that's what that's what got Caleb into the flop shots and all that yeah. stuff. So, um, without a doubt, we're we're both going with uh, Phil Mickelson on on our greatest golfer of all time. Um, okay, putting. Who are you leaning towards on putting? Yeah, so um, I'm gonna go Spieth. I think okay. um, you know there for a while it was almost like. I was more surprised when Spieth missed a putt than like yeah. more surprised that he made it. Um, especially that 2015 season, you know, where he, he did all of his damage with, you know, a couple majors, you know, yeah. the other wins, everything else. It was just, that was a clinic by every yeah. definition of the word. And, um, you know, again, we could, we could say tiger, you know, seeing as how, Tiger has that one spot on his putter that he's just hit so perfect all these years. But um, I I do think I'm going to save it for the next one. But um, but yeah, Jordan Spieth, I I really admired his putting um, when he was making his runs. So that's where that's where I get that. Okay, that's that's a good one. That's actually not one that I that I thought of. So uh, like the like the uniqueness in that one. But I'm sure a lot of people when they're building their ideal golfer. Um, Jordan Spieth comes up in conversation. So mine's a uh, recency bias again, but I think there's a lot to back it up. And that is Cameron Smith. The yeah. amount of confidence that he has um, around, around the, you know, on the green and throughout this year in the open. I mean, that's what won in the open, right? He was making putts that Rory was not making. Um, yeah. And he was, he was just on a tear. Every time, I don't care how how far the uh, the putt is, um, you know what break is involved, uphill, downhill, whatever. Like every time I see Cameron Smith putt, I always just assume that it's going to go in. And yep. one of the the nuggets that uh, I I can't remember where I saw it. I wish I could credit it. Um, but what I've started to think about and things that he does in his putting is he envisions the ball going in at a certain point. And then that's his last thought, puts it, and you know that that's what gives him confidence. He just envisions it going in the last two feet, going into the hole, and from there he just kind of you know he he thinks of everything else he b- prior to that, but that is his last thought before taking the the putter back and falling through. So um, I've started to try to do that on my own, but uh, just a little nugget I wanted to share with everybody. It seems very basic, but I thought it was a cool thought, but. But yeah, Cameron Smith is is my choice there. So back to back live, guys. I'm I'm on a streak. <laughs> my my all time greatest uh, uh, golfer. So uh, okay, you've already teased it, but mentality. This is a huge huge part of this. Um, well, as we're starting to discover more and you know talk more about golf, how important mentality is uh, for our for ourselves, but especially if you're going to be uh, competing with the greats and and being in major championships and all that. Uh, you already handed out it. Who's your choice? 
hands down Tiger Woods. I don't think that there will ever be a another um, a Tiger when it comes to mentality like that. You know, we've talked about it. There's a lot of people in the sports world that talk about it. Like there's just there's certain people that have that next level. And Tiger is absolutely one of those guys. And, you know, the the kill mentality that he has on Sundays wearing those red shirts, man, it just almost get chills. Right. Yeah, like for sure. Again, if Tiger has is close to the lead on Sunday, I'm going to be more surprised if he loses rather than if he wins. Oh, because sure. like he just just settles in and says, all right. I'm going to go win this tournament. And, you know, I could say, yeah, I'm going to go out and shoot 35 today, but it quickly becomes a 47. And then I'm like, oh, well, crap. Like, that's not me. (laughs) But, you know, Tiger, I just – there's nobody that can compare in my head that that even comes close. So that's why I had to save it for that. Like, some of these other ones, you know, we've made good arguments for everybody, but I just don't think that you can make an argument for Tiger and mentality. Yeah, it's hard. Um, I really was there. There wasn't a whole lot of back and forth. It was more of okay. Like I feel like Tiger's the clear cut answer for this one. But to to have some fun, like I had to switch it up and challenge myself a little bit on it because I I knew I knew this was where you were going because we both yeah. are thinking the same thing, right? Nobody rivals it. He's the greatest of all time. Like there, there's just. Yeah, if he has the lead or even if he's within the lead or if uh, he gets in a car crash and needs to make the cut at Augusta, he's going to do it. Like no one else can do that. But he is in so much physical pain at this point in, you know, in his life and his career. And to be able to even go out to these events and, you know, play around the golf like that's a whole nother level of mentality that I'm not convinced anybody else in golf has to you know yeah. to kind of go through that because there is so much mental aspect to that um on top of the recovery that goes on with the physical aspect but you got to have the mental part first and he has that nailed down so yeah uh, again no argument on this one um i did go in a different direction though and uh it's a little unique but john daly is who i picked for mentality <laughs> now <laughs> the reason why <laughs> is uh because he just does like he is a really good golfer and does like it's almost like he doesn't care like he just goes right. out it doesn't matter how many beers or, or or shots he did the night before or how many you know cigarettes or who he's diet playing Cokes. against like diet cokes like he does not care he's gonna go out and play golf and it, it seems like nothing can get in his way um yeah. that's not necessarily like again there's no uh denying the tiger instinct and you need like that mentality to win at a high level, but John Daly has been able to do it. And, you know, I I think that some people maybe don't give him credit for the mentality that he has to be able to perform at the level that he can, regardless of what's going on on the outside. And like, you know, again, he just does not care and it's to his benefit. Like there's people that do not care and it doesn't work for him, but he's the guy that doesn't care Again, doesn't matter all the other factors. He's going to go out and play golf and nothing's going to get in his way. Yeah. Like I, now that you mentioned it, I absolutely, I would say that I resonate with that. Yeah. Um, best example I can give is uh, in high school, it was our the sectional round. Um, I was playing decent through the first eight holes. We were out at Hawkstail. Um, that's where our sectional was every year. 
And on the ninth hole, I put two balls into the field um, off the tee box. And I ended up, I think, with a nine or ten on on that hole. And, like, I our sectional was very competitive. Like, I – knowing, you know, the records of some of those people that were around us, knowing, you know, the the nature of their golf programs, like, I would say that we had one of, if not the toughest sectional around. And um, I kind of just gave up after that ninth hole. You know, I was like – Okay, I, I mean, I have nine more holes, but there's no way that, you know, I'm getting out of here, you know, that kind of thing. So I kind of just, yeah. you know, said, whatever, going to finish these nine holes. We're going to go home and whatever. Um, but I played, like, super well on the back and only missed getting out of sectional by, like, two strokes. So okay. now I, I'm glad that I didn't know that before because I <laughs> yeah. it absolutely would have, like, I would have kept my head down and probably played even worse. Like I, I am absolutely on the opposite side of tiger. And I think the opposite side of tiger in a good way would be John Daly. So, you know, I find myself a lot of rounds where it's like, okay, I just had my blow up hole. Like this round's ruined. Here we go. You know, just finish it out. And then that's when I'm like, okay, par, par, you know, bogey, par, par birdie. And I'm like, right why can't I just do this the whole time? Like I, that's something that I struggle with a lot is like mentally the head case that I am. It's like, why can I just not care from the beginning? And that's usually when things work out better, but it's like, I want to do well. Like I, I put that pressure on myself. Like I want to do well and that's where I lose it. But yeah, now that, now that you mentioned (laughs) it, I, that is a really good answer. That's what, yeah, like it's, it's against what most people think. Like everybody's instinct is tiger, but yeah, for all the reasons that you said, like it's, I think it takes another level two to be that way and to, yeah, just block out everything and just, just play golf, just play golf. Don't overthink it. And it's similar to the thing of like, I always put, I always put better for double bogey than I do for birdie. Cause it's like, right. Put so much effort into making birdie or making par but then it's double bogey and it's a 12 footer and it's like ah, all right i just i'll drill this real quick like there's a there's a different level when you don't care as much um i guess sometimes you do care about still making double bogey but um there's a lot of memes out there like putting for putting for triple versus putting for birdie and it's a lot easier for for the triple so um but yeah john john daly is is my selection and I'm, I'm even uh, even convincing myself even further that this is uh, the right choice. But again, if I could pick Tiger, he would be almost all of these categories. Like I would oh, probably yeah. still pick Phil for a short game just because, but um, I think Tiger would fit every other category there. So yeah, and um, like some honorable other- mentions, like you know they always talk about how good Sevy was around the greens. Like I yeah I never got to watch him play, so you know I never really you know got to know that or you know they when i I was kind of curious just like what the the world was thinking so i kind of dug around looked up a little bit and yeah tom watson was up there um again Uh, i I didn't get to see tom watson in his prime it was you know mainly just the the back end or just the masters but um there was a lot of tom um you know obviously jack and arnold are on there and then right there's just some of the guys that i absolutely wish i could have seen play in their prime um, but given 
the entire landscape of golf. I think I we got extremely lucky to have to have yeah. Phil and to have Tiger as as kind of our one two punch, especially yep. early. And I mean, obviously you can make the argument that still, but um, but yeah, I mean, props to those guys for sure. Like I'm not I'm not forgetting yeah. those guys. I just know it's overall it's a recency bias kind of thing to where I just I just don't think anybody can compete with Tiger. I really don't. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the real like the reality of below average golfers and who we are, like we started like Tiger is what brought us into golf. Like Tiger yeah. is what introduced this to us. And again, all respect to the greats, but we just weren't exposed yeah. to it. Like we can watch highlight clips and things like that, but a lot of our opinions are going to be recency bias. And especially for my sake, I, I haven't even paid attention to the uh, you know, professional golf outside of Tiger, um, you know, a whole lot until past, you know, five, five or so years yeah. and uh, started. To, so again, a lot of my, my judgments are going to be on what I've seen. Um, so again, not denying, not denying the, the greats and would love to see what they could do with today's equipment and all right. the sports science and everything that goes into the game. Cause back then they were just playing golf, you know, yeah. like they weren't quite hitting just, you know, the hickory sticks, but um, they, you know, they were, they were not having, you know, Callaway rogue <laughs> irons and, and drivers yeah. and all that. Like they were, uh, they were dealing with some, some old school stuff. So, um, maybe our judgments would be different if, if we saw them with the today's equipment and the advancements yeah. in the game, but that's just natural. It's just natural part of, of life and, and the world. So, um, okay. We're going to take a step back now. And I want to, <laughs> I was thinking about this earlier when we were talking about building a golfer, the greatest golfer. I wanted to see as below average golfers, could we build a tour level pro level golfer that we could beat <laughs> in a two ball best ball uh, scramble? Is there a golfer that we could build on their driving ability, their irons ability, their short game, their putting and their mentality? that Caleb and I could somehow be, or at least compete with, like, it, is that possible? Caleb, I want your thoughts first before we dive into each of those individual uh, categories. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, on the, on our build a golfer that we want to have, like we could put tiger for all of those um, building a golfer. We could beat, we could probably throw Sergio in there for all those. <laughs> Um, it has, that has nothing to do with me not liking him. Uh, I'd put Poulter on that list, uh, you know, but we'll go through and we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Um, I mean, a lot of this is going to be stats based because I think like, I don't know, it's going to be hard because these are, these are professionals. It's like, how do we build the worst golfer with the best golfers in the world? Like, is it possible? I do not know. So, um, okay. Driver. So. We'll preface this with saying Caleb and I, mostly Caleb, because he has a better hold of his driver, um, on average can probably get anywhere from, you know, 280, 290. Um, and occasionally we'll have any, you know, up to, up to 330. Like there's been, again, this is all weather conditions and, you know, which way, uh, are we hitting it? Are we catching the center of the club face? Like it's not consistent, but we do have that capability between the two of us. And if we're playing a best ball, if Caleb gets one down the middle to start out, I'm going to swing for the fences. And if I catch it just right, who knows what happens from there. So we need to find somebody from a driving ability that is not going to get a whole lot of distance on us. 
So Caleb, I have a thought, but I want to see if you have anybody because we're building this together. This is me and you. We, we're coming up with with one golfer uh, built together that we think we could compete with. Um, so who are you thinking on the driving side? Uh, so I I just looked up the stats. So um, I'm gonna go Pat Perez. Um, <laughs> his his driving distance on average was 287. Okay. Um, and like you just said, like I can I can get a hold of some. I can you know keep some short, whatever. But I would say that I probably float around, you know, maybe 10 yards less yeah. than him or what, you know, on average or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to go Pat Perez because I, what has he done in the last eight weeks, 10 weeks that has proved to be any well, sort <laughs> of a driver or a, a golfer that's just getting paid? He, so, yeah, he's won $2 million thanks to Dustin Johnson. Thanks to Dustin Johnson, <laughs> 1,000%. Um, so, yeah, well, I'm – and let's have some fun with it, right? Like, I'm, I'm – Yeah. 287.1 yeah, – 287.2. Yeah. That's, okay. that's his driving distance. So Yeah. I will we'll, – I'll agree with you on that there. I was going to give us a little better chance with someone like Chez Reeve or Brendan Todd or some of the guys towards the bottom that, you know, their average is lower to 80s. But if we're only giving up, you know, four yards by going with uh, with Pat Perez over over Chez Reeve, then uh, I'm okay with that. And, again, let's have fun. What, is he, what has he done for us lately? So, um, yeah. okay, so build a golfer we can beat. <laughs> Pat Perez. Um, okay, let's let's look a little more. Um, let's see. What are we thinking for iron play? So I'm looking at, you know, I'm going to go everything based on these stats that we're looking up. So I would say for most of the courses that we play, we are going to have less than, you know, 175, less than 200, typically more often than not kind of deal. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at approaches from less than 200 yards. Um, and, um, let's see, are we saying with the, you can only pick one, yeah. one guy once. Okay. Yeah. Cause there's somebody that's 54 feet, six inches away. Usually that is kind of funny to me. Yeah. Um, but for the sake of just going the bottom of the list, Bill Haas is on there. Um, okay. His average, you know, proximity to the hole is 58 feet, four inches. So um, if I'm hitting the green, most of the greens that we play around here don't give us that chance to hit 58 feet away. Like there's not that big around here. Yeah. Um, So if he's going 58 feet away, then I like our chances. Yeah, I I do too. Um, I try to like, I'm trying to be realistic, but also like this is just such an unrealistic scenario. Oh, yeah. Um, Because, you know, the book that I'm reading, which we'll have John Sherman on soon. But I mean, when you really break down the stats, like even the pro level people are um, even that being their proximity to the hole is still really good compared to. Oh, absolutely. Um, But yeah, I'll I'll second you on that because I think that you know, at this level, like that, you're not going to get a whole lot worse than, than Bill Haas. So, um, I think that the, the way that you thought that through, I have nothing to add. Like, I think that it was perfect. And, uh, yeah, I agree. I think that we could, between the two of us, 
I think we could figure something out to to get closer to the hole uh, right. than, than he would from from the iron distance. So um, okay, so we got Bill Haas. Um, all right, short game. Who are we thinking on short game? Um, let's see. We're gonna go here. Uh, gonna pull up scrambling, just because that's something that you and I do a ton. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, let's see. Let's go. I mean, again, I think we have to go towards the bottom of the list. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I'm gonna say Eric Van Royen just because isn't he the guy that has that mustache? And I like I cannot stand that mustache. <laughs> I think if I'm thinking of the right guy. Uh, yes, 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 yes. And yes. doesn't he wear joggers? Probably. Yeah, he does. Yep. See, I don't like joggers in general. Like <laughs> on the course, off the course, like sweatpant joggers. I can't stand those. So joggers with a i think a dumb looking mustache I, that <laughs> also is the reason why i'm gonna go towards him but he's he's fourth on the bottom of the list so that's okay. that's what's drawing me there well i'll i'll go again i like the joggers personally um Jeez. i i know i know that you don't but I, i'm okay I, i'm not completely sure we'll talk about on the course uh on the course apparel and and debate that in future episodes but I'm not completely sure how I feel about it on the course, um, but I'm okay with joggers outside of that. And I mean, he has a sick mustache. Like I wouldn't rock it. (laughs) I can't take him serious, but like, it's kind of sweet. (laughs) It's kind of sweet, but for the, the statistics, for the, you know, ah, statistical side of things. Absolutely. uh, Agree. Again, there's not, there's not a whole lot to argue on that. So um, I'll give us that on, on there. So, um, okay, let's go to putting. I already have someone pulled for this just because he nearly lost uh, a stroke, you know, on on the field or on the entire PGA Tour throughout uh, throughout the season, and that's Luke List. Yep. So he he lost uh, 0.895 strokes um, compared to the field. So again, this is strictly based on t- statistics, giving us the best um, best shot at i mean our putting i don't know <laughs> do, do we have enough confidence in our putting to, to Dude, even we, compete with the worst tour player i don't even think we could to be completely honest with you um no so once again 100 statistics based because i am just garbage at putting so any of these guys would run laps around me like i right. i know you're a better putter than I am. And like, you don't like where you're at with your putting. No. So <laughs> no. if I'm, if I'm worse than that, then we are screwed. That's where I'm but, hoping the, chi- the chipping comes in, man. True. True. But I think like we could, I don't know, maybe we're delusional, but I feel like we could give ourselves a, a good, a, a good shot on uh reading, you know, seeing each other's line. And I don't know though. I think back I, to I the scramble. We, I think back to the scramble playing, though. If we're playing the scramble, I think, one of us giving the other the line that might help us a lot. Yeah. But that would be the only way 100% is if we saw the line from the other. Man, I don't know. I'm nervous now. Like the more we talk about this, like we're just getting ourselves in some trouble here. Like, I don't think we could do it. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. 
uh, mentality. I have one in mind, but I want to hear yours first and see if we're on the same page. All right. We're going to say it on three because okay. I have a feeling that we're going to say the same thing. I don't know if we are. Okay. Maybe we will. All right. Three, two, one. Grace and Patrick Murray. Reed. Okay. Well, that's just the, because the, I don't know. You're, if you're okay with cheating all the time and then calling people <laughs> out for it, I mean, that's something that I just, I'm not yeah. on board with. But, but here's my thing. So the reason I picked Grayson Murray is that he is a head case. Like we talk about us being a head case, but that dude is a a head case. And I he's think tried to that, get help for it at least. Well, that's true. What like, has I'm, Patrick Reed done to try to help it true. other than come up with this seven hundred fifty million dollar you know lawsuit yeah. that I everybody's yeah. literally just been saying things that have happened. Like true. Yes, okay. maybe they talk about it more often than they should, quote unquote. But like everything that they've talked about, like and even some of like the the bigger you know journalism people, like I think Kyle Porter mentioned it one time where it was like, okay, these are the things that he's upset about, but here's are the things that have happened, and there's like it was on camera, like it, yeah, you can't. So I don't know maybe don't act like a toddler. I don't know. So will we just like accuse him of cheating at all points, like during our round, just to like continue to mess with them? Like, is that how we're oh, yeah. gonna knock him off track? Okay. Oh yeah. Like, okay, hey, I can get on do board. You, do you breathe in your backswing or when you're like right. swinging? Like, <laughs> you know yeah. that kind of deal. Like, okay. Does, you, does your right toe wiggle more than your left on your on your downswing? Like, you know that kind of deal. Are you able to spend more time with your family while playing on the Asian tour to <laughs> qualify for OWGR <laughs> points or not? yeah and still get a fraction of a point we didn't still get a fraction of a point but yeah uh okay I, i'm on board with patrick reed i i, I can think, see your answer 100 but i think the fact that he he's acknowledged that he has a problem and has yeah. tried to get help for his problem true i i true. i don't know that's where I'll i give wouldn't him, go there yeah yeah, yeah. But, i get i'll give him the benefit of the doubt there uh because i kind of did forget about that versus yeah patrick reed is probably going to sue us now because of this for <laughs> 750 million dollars uh but yeah okay i i like our chances on that one so i'll agree with you on patrick reed um okay so pat perez bill haas i'm forget i'm blanking on the short game right now um luke list and patrick reed um who was the short game again um, let's see. Hold on. We did scrambling. It's so bad that we've already forgotten. <laughs> I know. It was just because we're looking oh, at stats. I, I went with Van Royen. Van Royen. Um, Van Royen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we, I think, I don't know, like realistically between that looks everything, like a JV squad to me. It looks like a JV squad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and here I, I am love, on the making, not even making the cut on the freshman team. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, I wonder, I wish there, there was a way to like truly test this. I don't think that there is, um, not without but, getting all of those guys out there. On right. The course and then right. Like stooges just playing yeah. <laughs> like, Hey, you can only hit driver. You can only hit putts. You can only right. hit chips and you're just yeah. in the background. Yeah. Trash talking the, yourself and yelling at the right. cameraman for jingling chain in his pocket. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, we might get creative and think of a way I thought of a series. We'll tease it on here now. And I just kind of thought of it as we we're doing this, but 
doing a bags uh best ball and seeing if we can break course records like i don't know mm. if we could ever be that good but it I, would be yeah. fun to, to <laughs> try it tough. out <laughs> but that's what i'm saying like we right. have to be playing that level of golf to be even the worst of the pros oh, yeah. like absolutely so uh maybe we'll we'll make something out of that but um, that is going to wrap up our build a golfer and build a below average golfer that we think we could beat. Um, we're going to get into our trivia with the bogey babes, which is uh, Caleb and I's wives. They'll introduce themselves on there. Um, I do want to give a warning to everybody. The audio is a little um, it, it's, it can be a little tough at some spots. We have one microphone because we forgot another microphone and then, uh, passing it around in a cabin with, with two, uh, two babies as well. So a lot of just a lot of chaos going on. Uh, but they're challenging us to, to some trivia down the road and I'm excited to, to hear what you guys think of this one. But, uh, Caleb, any, any thoughts on, on this before kicking it over to the trivia? Yeah. Like you said, you know, we, we did our best with what we had. Um, so, you know, bear with us a little bit. Um, obviously the next one will be better, but, um, I was kind of surprised. Like, obviously there were some that I, I kind of knew that they wouldn't get. Um, but there were some that like, they just jumped on right away. And yeah, you know, whether we think it's common or not, like it's, they still got after it pretty quick. And after only, you know, having a combined golf experience of what, three years. Yeah. I mean, that's, I thought it was pretty impressive. No, they did. I, yeah. I was impressed for sure. Um, and yeah, like you said, like they've only, you know, knowing you're going out and playing golf and knowing the terms of golf and knowing, you know, different major champions and names of events and stuff that, you know, you'll hear throughout the the rest of this episode. Um, that's a whole nother level too. And I feel like, you know, for my wife specifically, like she just recently started to watch some of these tournaments with me. So yeah, I was impressed. I thought it was yeah. a good time and, uh, we're going to test their knowledge again down the road. So uh, looking forward to that and they're going to test us, which I'm nervous for, but I think we'll be right. right. So yeah, I, I know how Amelia can get sometimes as far as like wanting <laughs> to, to wanting to beat me um, yep. and just making sure that I lose kind of thing. Um, Cause we're both fairly competitive. So um, I'm excited to see what some of the questions that we'll get. Like I'm, I'm, fully expecting one of the one or two questions to just be like so out there that you know oh we yeah. would have never even thought about like yeah how many shade or how many blades of grass did tiger woods <laughs> clip on the chip in at 16 like i, I don't know i don't great oh. now you're giving them ammo to to yeah, take I against mean, us it, now they're gonna be doing real deep <laughs> research now well i mean but. they Women should be more in the FBI than men, I think. So true, they can figure true. out anything. So true, yeah. true. More props uh, to them. Exactly. So, um, one last note before we kick it over to that, we're releasing our second on the course video this Friday. Um, so some some clips from when Caleb and I played out at at Salt Creek on our on bag strip number one. Um, a really really, I've already started to edit a lot of it and a really good video because it comes down to the wire. Uh, so looking forward to sharing that with you all. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you on, on next week's episode. And again, catch you on everything else. And uh, we'll kick it over now to trivia with the bogey babes. Is We have a little game. Caleb, talk to us about the game that you put together for tonight. 
Yeah, it's the game that um, everybody loves. Uh, it will be Jeopardy. Um, R.I.P. to Alex Trebek, um, the GOAT of you know game show hosts. I will never be able to come close to the ability that he has, so you'll have to bear with me a little bit. But um, we'll see how they do. We've got a couple different um, categories. There's only five. Um, each of them has five questions, so we'll see how many questions or points they can get out of all of the possible questions. Now, the thing that led to this is there's been a couple of acronyms or terms um, that have been questioned by them over the past, you know, however long they've started to get into golf. Most recently, we were asked what a scratch golfer was. I don't know if that's a question on, uh, on Jeopardy. He didn't put it on there. Okay, so we'll just do a bonus question real quick um, before we get into it, and then we'll we'll start the game because we were asked what a scratch golfer is. So just as a warm-up, before we get into Jeopardy, I'm going to pass it over to you. Which one of you wants to make the first guess? I, I think that it's just like someone who can – put together around kind of well and like play decent like like par average okay um that's a pretty i'll, I'll give amelia her do, do you have anything to add to that i don't really have anything to add i was going to kind of say the same thing so i'll stick with Brittany's answer on this one okay so I personally think it's a golfer that has been um, eaten by mosquitoes all around, and so they're very itchy. itchy so, yes, that they're usually itchy golfers. No, so a scratch golfer is so Caleb is a what nine point nine handicap. Not like he he wavers between nine and ten, um, and I'm an eighteen handicap. I think I think I got bumped up, but we won't talk about that. Um, a scratch golfer is somebody that has a 0.0 handicap. So, so like you said, kind of they're, they're, they're better than decent for sure. Um, and they shoot par, I mean, their handicap does not give them a single stroke. So, so what I'm hearing is that neither of you are scratch golfers. So this is below average golfers. So, no, we are not. Uh, we are not scratch golfers. We're we're years, years, and years away from scratch golfers. I don't even know if that's a realistic goal for myself, personally. I think Caleb could get down to it. Like if he, if Bags becomes full time, like I think Caleb would be a scratch golfer because he would be able to put a lot more time into his game. Um, but I I don't know if I could ever get to that point. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and cap my scratch golf abilities at age 35, uh, 26 right now, turning 27 in November. Um, I don't think if I make it by 35, then I'm not gonna make it at all. Yeah, that's a that's a tough hill to climb if you're 35 or older and trying to get to a scratch golfer. Um, most people have that figured out pretty early on. Either way, um, okay, so we are gonna get into Jeopardy. So you, you had a good idea on a scratch golfer, uh, but let's see if you know some trivia. So Caleb, before we get into it, uh, do you wanna introduce the five categories? Yeah, so we have abbreviations, phrases, majors, common golf knowledge, and then just miscellaneous golf 
related items. Easy enough. Okay. So Caleb has the Jeopardy board pulled up. I'm, they're going to be playing together. So they're not playing against each other. They're not playing against us. This is strictly golf trivia in the format of Jeopardy. So um, nothing, nothing too special there. But bogey babes. Caleb's making an adjustment. But uh, bogey babes, what category would you like to go with first? And what point total would you like to go for first? Um, I'm going to pick abbreviations for 100, Caleb. It's a good thing. That's what I clicked on first. So the abbreviation is DQ. Disqualified. Disqualified. Okay. Disqualified. She got it. So that is 100 points. Shout out to Brittany for answering that one. Um, okay, Brittany, you have the next choice. We have, again, abbreviations. Phrases, majors, common golf knowledge, and miscellaneous. I'm going to go phrases 100. We've got bombed drive. Um, a bomb drive, I feel like, could be one of two things. It could either be that you just totally bombed it down the center of the fairway super hard, or you bombed it as in you messed it up completely. Somebody. I think it's bombed, like, really far and down the middle. Thank you. We are only accepting one answer, not two. <laughs> okay, final answer. What is your final answer? Is it down the center, bombed drive, or is it... Based on the recent bags clip where Caleb hit a drive and Owen said bombed, I'm going to say down the middle very far. Okay, that is a great guess. <laughs> Caleb's answer is drive that is hit far. So... Brittany, uh, well, and Amelia, she just had two answers there, but um, hey, they're, they're working together as a team. Okay, um, Brittany, since you, or no, Amelia, what do you want to pick? Um, let's go with common golf knowledge for 100. Where is the home of golf? Uh, I had St. Andrews and I had Augusta. I think it's St. Andrews, though. I'm going with St. Andrews. It is St. Andrews where the 150th Open was hosted. So, good answer there. How many points do they have at this point? They are three for three for 300 points. Okay, so they're doing well in the first category. Um, we have, what's your next choice? So, they are going with majors for 100 points. What state is the Masters in? Georgia. Perfect. Okay, so they are four for four. They're doing really, or, five, or yeah, four for four. 400 points. Okay, the only 100 point one that you have left is miscellaneous, or you can pick from one of the other categories for more points. Let's go with abbreviations for 200. What does 3W stand for? Three wood, like the, the club. Okay, you are correct. Three wood is the answer. Right now, it is 600 points. Um, they were able to answer three wood correctly. Um, so now... They are up to pick their next option. And what do you guys think? Uh, I think we're going to finish out the 100, so miscellaneous 100. All right, miscellaneous 100. What delivery service is the sponsor of the season-long points race? Oh, that would be FedEx. Okay, FedEx Cup. Uh, that is correct. So they have 700 points. What are you thinking next? Um, let's do common golf knowledge for 200. What are the two names of the team competitions on the PGA Tour? 
so they do not know. Um, oh, the Ryder Cup. Um, hold on, I know this one. It is the um, the President's Cup. And that is correct. After long deliberation, they were able to get Ryder Cup and President's Cup. I thought Caleb was very disappointed. He's in his USA golf gear right now, and he was looking at Amelia with with disappointment uh, on that because we know Caleb's the biggest Ryder Cup fan of all time. So, Caleb, how would you feel about (laughs) the hesitation there? Uh, Not thrilled. Um, Given the circumstances of life, um, I was really hoping that that would be a quick answer. But uh, we'll move on. We'll move on. They did get it. Um, they have not missed one yet, even though we might have to put a time limit on some of these moving forward, but that's okay. They get, they've gotten them all right so far, so 900 points. Okay, what are you going to go with next? Um, let's go majors 200. Majors for 200. What are the four major names? The Open. U.S. Open. The Masters and uh, the Players Championship. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Uh, the, Open, the, US Open. the President's Cup. The, no, no, I don't know. Hang on. The Open. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. The tour. The tour championship. And that is wrong. You got three out of four. Uh, you were very close, but it is. But your final answer was the tour championship. Sorry. Sorry about it. Uh, so it is Masters, PGA Championship, U.S. Open, and the Open or the British Open. That and run it back because I was saying that. <laughs> Thank you very okay, much. Okay, we'll ask the question again. <laughs> I didn't mean run the question back, I meant run the audio back. Okay, we'll run the audio back and see if we give them those points. But um, I don't know. What do you think? I'm going to give it to the, the game the game owner. I, I heard a lot of tour championship. I don't think I heard PGA championship out loud. Now, that, that may be my ears. You said tour championship. My wife does have a tendency to speak very softly, so she needs to speak up when she feels things. That's okay. Maybe we'll flip a coin for that one. Okay, we're going to move on. Um, All right, we have abbreviations, phrases, majors, common golf knowledge, and miscellaneous. What are you going with next? Let's go with phrases, 200. Phrases for 200. Lip out. It's when the ball goes in the hole and then it pops back out. Had a lot of these over my past couple of rounds. A putt hits the edge of the hole but does not drop. I had back-to-back birdie lip outs uh, when my wife and I played last. Right, Britt? Mm, you sure did. Thanks. Anyways, <laughs> if, you, if you didn't hear that, it, she said it's fun to watch. So, okay, um, what is your next one? Oh, Miscellaneous 200. Miscellaneous 200. What are the ingredients in the famous Arnold Palmer beverage? Lemonade and tea. Lemonade and tea is the correct answer. 
Um, moving on now to they have everything left in the 300s, 400s, and 500s, and they are at 1,300 points, only missing the four major championship question. We're going to go with common golf knowledge 300. Common golf knowledge. They're playing it very conservatively right now. What is one of the two typical par scores for golf courses? 71 and 72. We're going to give it to them. So we put 70 or 72. That's just what we're used to. But we did play a par 71 today. Um, and par 71s are common um, as well. So at least they were within complete range on that. And um, I have, <laughs> yes. The question also says one of the two, and we got one of the two fully correct. Thank you very much. <laughs> I didn't read the question correct, apparently. But that's okay. I mean, I was going to give it to you for, for the record. Yeah, you got it either way. Okay. So they now have 1,600 points. They're just going row by row. What's up next? Let's go Common Golf Knowledge 400. They're going down. Common Golf Knowledge 400. When you make a two on a par five, what is that called? An albatross. Okay, she's excited about that. That was mentioned. Um, I still will take the hole-in-one over the albatross. Um, the other name for it is called double eagle. So they now have 2,000 points um, with a lot, points left, a lot of points left on the board. What are you going with next? Give us phrases for 500. Ooh, phrases, 500. What is a duck hook? I do not have a single idea. All right, make, make an educated guess. So a duck hook is when the ball curves to um, the right um, low because ducks are short. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Well, the answer here is the ball goes hard to the left and not very far. Brittany does do that, but um, yeah, far right would be the um, slice that I'm famous for. For right-handed golfers. We are both right-handed golfers, yes. so that's what we're going with. Yes, correct. For right-handed golfers, and we're all right-handed golfers in the room, so answer it as a right-handed golfer. Okay, so they missed out on that one. Still have 2,000 points. What are you going with next? Um, let's go abbreviations for three. Abbreviations for three. WD. I, do, I don't have an educated guess. Um, no educated guess for Amelia, but Britt. I'm disappointed because I think I should know this, mm -hmm. and I don't. I feel like I've seen it, but I, mean, I don't I know. I know I have. I just have no idea. So, Will Zalatoris did this recently. Oh, oh, oh. Time no. Out. Time out. Uh. Oh. That doesn't count because he gave his hint. That's fine. He, he withdrew. Mm, Withdraw. So. Brittany's favorite golfer is Will Zalatoris, and he did, unfortunately, have to withdraw with two herniated discs recently uh, from the FedEx Cup. Yeah, I'm, I'm no. yeah, nope. <laughs> Caleb has no comment on that one. We wouldn't have got it without that. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. They still have a lot of points left. What are you going with next? We're going to go with Majors 300. Majors 300. Who has the most major wins? Jack Nicholas. And that is correct. Jack Nicholas does have the most. He has 19. Tiger is still 
chasing that. So good points there for the bogey bait. All right, we just had our TV timeout. Um, it is, they have 2,300 points. Um, there's still roughly eight, 10 questions left for them to pick from. Each category has at least one. Some have three and most have two. So um, what are you guys going to go with next? Um, let's go with miscellaneous 300. Miscellaneous for 300. How many career wins does Tiger Woods have? I'm guessing 42. All right, they are going with 42. Um, maybe double that. There was 82, so just slightly under double. So Tiger does have 82 wins, so no points on that one. Um, okay, what are you going with next? Phrases, 300. What is a push fade? A fade is when it goes, like, slightly to the right. Um, so this one goes really far to the right. I don't know. Far into Ball that goes further right than normal. So I will give that to them. Um, so they have 2,600 points now. And they have, yeah, what, eight questions left. Uh, we'll go with abbreviations 400. What does GW stand for? It's all you, Brit. I don't know. Make an educated guess. GW. I don't. I don't have a guess. I don't. I have no idea. If okay, gap wedge. So no, no points awarded on that one. They. No, I don't know what that is. I have an idea of what that is, but never would have got there. Okay, so they don't know what that one is, but that's okay. Um, all right, what are you gonna go with now? Phrases four hundred. Phrases for four hundred. What is a bladed wedge? Well, I don't. Is that I not, don't, a, not a I club? It's, no, it's not a club. I oh, well, think. then I have no idea. It's the way that you hit it and you you blade it, which means <laughs> you get a lot of grass with it because there's blades of grass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, okay. So the train was coming down the tracks the right way, and it derailed very quickly. <laughs> so. Bladed wedge is the ball goes off the bottom of the club and goes way past the hole. So you blade it, catch it at the bottom. We got six questions left. What are we going with now? Let's go with majors 400. Majors for 400. What is the tournament that many golf fans name the fifth major? My gut says the waste management, <laughs> but I am. I have no idea. So. All right, they're going with the waste management open. I'll give you a hint real quick. It has been said already. It has been said. Oh, so it's not that. It's not the Waste Management Open, but you did say it when you were guessing major championships. The President's Cup? Incorrect. I don't know. It is the Players' Championship. So that was part of one of their original answers for the four majors, um, but the Players' Championship is considered or by golf fans. They did start strong. How are you feeling at this point? I think I knew more than you thought I would know, so I'm okay. Yeah, same. I'm pretty proud of us. I'm pretty proud of you guys as well. So, all right, we have five questions left. Um, we have abbreviations, majors, common golf knowledge, all for 500, and then miscellaneous has 400 and 500 left. What are you going to go with now? Uh, miscellaneous 400. 
miscellaneous for 400. What is the lowest re- recorded score on the tour? I just want to clarify. This is the number is low. It's not like the worst score. Right? Yes. The, the, yeah, okay. I'm looking for a specific number. Yes. yes. And remember, par is 72 or 70 on most courses. A 51? 58. 51 has been shot probably one time, and it was by the uh, North Korean president, Kim Jong-un. Yeah, Kim Jong-un would be the only person that can shoot a 51. 50, but that was good. You were within, within range. They have 500 points left in four different categories. I just want us to get to 3,000. So they are 400 points away. So all they need is to answer one of these four questions correct to get the 3,000 points, which would be an impressive score. Um, what are you going to go with in your next category? I'm going to stick with abbreviations 500, even though it has caused me some trouble. So abbreviations have been giving them trouble in this one. Uh, the, what is the OWGR? Brittany might know this one. On the way to a green regulation. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, um, I'll, I'll give you one hint. I'll give you the O. Official. Make an educated. It was the 500 point question, so it has to be the tough one. And abbreviations have been difficult all day. Is it? Can I ask for one hint? Well, I gave you one hint, <laughs> but you can ask for another hint. Is it something that you say, like, on the course? Like, no. This is this is about the overall game of golf, okay. professionally. Official world, world golf regulations. Oh, or world well, golf rules. Rules. You got the guess. Go for it. But they gave me a look like I was wrong. <laughs> I said final rules. Guess. Final guess. Final guess. Rankings. Official world golf rankings. Okay, so after a lot of deliberation, <laughs> they got the official yeah, yeah. world golf <laughs> ranking. Um, we had to handhold them in that one a little bit, but <laughs> that is very true. But okay, uh, <laughs> we maybe got two hundred and fifty of those five hundred points. Yeah, we might only ca- count half of those. So, okay, so they did cross the 3,000. <laughs> we did handle them there. So they need to get one more. So they said they need to get at least one more. Okay, they have majors, common golf knowledge, and miscellaneous for 500. What's up next? I really am disappointed in us in our major, major category. Um, so we're going to do that now so we don't end with it and be sad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, they're going with the majors. How many more majors does Tiger need? To pass Jack Nicholas. 19, but I don't know how many Tiger has. To pass him? I think he needs two. Because I thought to tie him, I he was going to need one. Because they've been like rooting for him to okay. get one all you year. Know, I'll go with it. Yeah. Sure. Sounds right. I don't know. I don't know. Incorrect. He needs four more to pass up. Okay. Okay, women. This. Man can barely walk. Yeah, he's. Hey, you never know. He could turn it around. Okay, we have common golf knowledge and miscellaneous for 500. Um, what are you picking last? Or next? Uh, let's go common golf knowledge. All right, common golf knowledge for 500. 
If the hole is labeled as the 18th handicapped hole, is it the hardest or the easiest hole on the course? It is the easiest hole on the course. Correct. Ding, ding, ding. They did get that, and it is easiest. They did cross their threshold officially, and we are down to the last question, which is miscellaneous for 500. What is another name for a par 3 course? Putt-putt. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Um, so I will say, thinking about it now, I sh- there's one of two answers I'll accept. So there's two possible. I will, I will accept either. I, I don't have a good guess. I, the, I don't oh, either. I don't know. So they do not have any good guess. Um, I don't. I'll, Owen, I'll, I'll, I'm assuming you probably know one, but I'll ask if you know the other. Well, I know executive. I don't know if I know the other one. So he would have gotten executive. I also would have accepted pitch and putt because that's kind of like a, I don't know. I, yeah, I've heard of him, but I don't. I couldn't have told you what an executive course nope. was. Yeah, so we would have accepted those, but either way, did really well. Um, ended up with 3,600 points. Um, maybe subtract 250 from that one, but that's okay. Add points for my PGA champ. Yep. Answer. She's <laughs> she's going with that. So we'll we'll just call it that they got 3,600 for that. So that is going to wrap up the bags bogey babes trivia. Caleb, how'd you think of their performance? I'm proud of them. There were there were a couple times where I was really hoping that the train would get there a little bit quicker. Um, but overall, I think they did pretty good. Yeah, I'd say they did pretty good. Um, I'm going to have to do a lot of editing. I can't wait for this one, but I, I'm going to have to do a lot of editing. What's her status? I have a request. I would like to see if we can flip the rules sometime and Amelia and I will research very, very difficult golf questions and see how much you know. All right, we will take you up on that one. Um, I also think that we should reconvene and do this one again at like Christmas time yeah. and see where we're at with our golf knowledge now that we are kind of forced to pay attention to things now that you guys are always talking about golf. New questions. And just see where we're at. Yes, new questions, yeah. but just... Bogey babes answering the questions again. Okay, so um, here in a couple months, we'll give them a couple months to do their research. They will test us, which would be interesting. Um, They will test us, and then we will test them on a different set of questions, similar difficulty from from this uh, viewpoint. And uh, yes, what? I would also like to request more questions about specific golfers because I was really hoping to show my knowledge and shine here with all the professional golfers that I know. Thank you very much. Okay. So that is going to wrap up um, the Bogey Babes episode. Like we said, we will be testing this knowledge once again around Christmas time, potentially, um, as we bring them on for some other content. And then you might see them on the course and some of our videos. We'll see about that. And uh, Caleb, any final thoughts that you have from uh, from this episode? Yeah, even if... uh you're below average in your golf trivia. Make sure that you have fun like we did tonight. Above average fun. So thank you, everybody. Make sure you check out our social media, and we will uh, talk to you soon.